0: You're listening to SBS News.
1: Every Monday, a simple carpeted meeting room at Arts and Culture Exchange in Parramatta is transformed into a space teeming with colour and lively conversation. It's where Fariba Rahimi runs a weekly sewing group for women from migrant and refugee backgrounds. Vibrant, patterned fabrics are strewn across a long table at the centre of the room, and women talk and laugh over the hum of sewing machines. Originally from Afghanistan, Fariba has been facilitating the sewing group at ACE for the past four years. She says the meetings have become a valuable part of the women's weeks as they offer a chance to build skill and knowledge as well as community, connection and friendship.
2: You know, most of the time they they waiting for the Monday to come because they come together and they show the talent and they're happy to make a pants or a jacket or a dress and I teach them and I guide them in the right way to do Isn't they so
1: happy, yeah. The women who attend Fariba's sewing group are from diverse age groups and backgrounds. Some are originally from Afghanistan, Iran or Iraq, others from India and Pakistan. Most live in Western Sydney and some come with their mothers, aunties or children, others come alone. Fariba facilitates the group with the support of Yaman Fayed, the producer of the Multicultural Women's Hub at ACE. Yaman says while it's a diverse group, language differences have not hindered the women's ability to build strong and enduring connections with one another.
0: You know, you you hear different languages down there in that meeting room. You you hear Farsi, you hear Dari, you hear a bit of uh, Urdu and a bit of Tamil now with Mm those new ladies, Mm -hmm. a bit of Arabic, uh, but they all understand each other. They all become, like, they're creating this um, friendship network and peace support network to support each other.
1: She says Fariba's generosity and warmth and her dedication to her community makes women feel safe and supported.
0: She offers a safe space, a welcoming space. Um, It's more than the sewing itself. I mean the sewing is important but it's also like feeling like you're coming to your family. It is like a little family in there. Um, She knows all the the women's stories, all their issues, all their joy.
1: Fariba's own story and the series of events that led her to learn and eventually teach sewing is one of remarkable personal resilience and strength. At age 15, Fariba fled Afghanistan to Iran to escape fighting between Afghanistan and the Taliban. She embarked on this journey to Iran with her three young children, her uncle and a small group of others from her community in Afghanistan's Kapisa province. Fariba was separated from two of her children while fleeing, and her uncle and two others did not make it past the border between Pakistan and Iran.
2: On the border of um, uh, Pakistan-Iran, they killed my uncle and they they shoot on the car, like, you know, and, but uh, it was it a horrible time, but, yeah, we survived and I, we lost my uncle and another two drivers, Then we went to Iran.
1: Living in a refugee camp after she arrived in Iran, Fariba, still only 15, tried to attend school, but because she had no paperwork, she was not permitted deeply worried about her two lost children and mourning the death of her uncle fariba says she turned to sewing as a means to survive
2: i i lost everyone afghanistan family and then when i was in iran i didn't have any choice to survive you know the the only things i can survive it was sewing
1: At this time, while living in the refugee camp and learning to sew, an opportunity presented itself to Fariba. Fariba's cousin, who had also fled Iran, was planning to make the dangerous trip back to Afghanistan. For Fariba, this was a chance to find her two lost children. And she and her cousin made a pact. In return for a sum of money, Fariba's cousin would try to locate her children and bring them to her.
2: He promised me, he said, I go to Afghanistan if I'm alive pray for me and also give me $50,000
1: 25 each Fariba agreed and her cousin left for Afghanistan After a year of no news he returned to Iran
2: After one year of no telephone no letter to send nothing I just what I do did I pray and you know the um, star and uh, uh, in the sky. I talked to them. I said, "Do you know? Like I might be seeing my little, my kids." Then after after a year, he bring my kids. I is my life is my kids. Alhamdulillah, I have them.
1: The year Fariba spent anxiously waiting and praying for the safety of her children, she had started working for a small alterations shop in Iran. With her children now finally returned to her, Fariba worked multiple shifts a day to pay her cousin the money she owed him.
2: Three shifts I was working. I keep one shift for uh, my kids, and then uh, one shift for my learning, and another shift for my surviving, to eat something great. Most of the time, I, you know, put a tomato, I open tomato, I put little salt in it, I put my bread in it and then eat. I survive like that. And I'm, I'm, I'm happy now.
1: Over the next few years, Fariba paid off the debt. And by the time she was 19, she had also saved enough to start her own small alterations business in Iran. Fariba says maintaining her business was a constant struggle, with landlords charging exorbitant rent and Iranian authorities at various points, forcing her to close her shop. She says by this point, however, sewing had become more than a source of income.
2: Making uh, dress and, like, you know, making pattern is my, 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 uh, like, I don't know, is a hobby, is my passion, is my, you know, I have, like, a business. I'm working somewhere, but sewing is in my
1: blood. Having developed her own expertise, Fariba had a drive to share her knowledge and passion with others in her community. Fariba approached United Nations staff working in the refugee camp and offered to work as an interpreter. Soon, alongside providing interpreting support for those newly arrived in Iran, she began teaching the refugees she met to sew. Sewing had been a tool of survival and liberation for Fariba, and through teaching she was able to share this tool with others. She says her skill had given her an indelible and often hidden independence and strength, even in the most oppressive situations. A lot of things is going on, but no one, like, put me down.
2: Because I get up and make one pattern or make something and then it's make me, you know. They took my money, they took my business But they not took my skill. The skill is in my pocket. Inside, no one found it, you know. It's it's still with me. It's me. It's me.
1: And it's this independence and strength that Fariba now continues to nurture in others here in Australia. 20 years ago, Fariba was granted a refugee visa by Australia. After 10 years living in Iran, she again built a life for herself and her three children in a new place, this time in Western Sydney. She has taught sewing at community and migrant centres across Western Sydney, at Ultimo TAFE and at ACE in Parramatta with Yaman. Yaman says the sense of community Fariba builds around her sewing classes has life-changing potential for women who might be struggling with isolation.
0: And really it it is to fight depression and loneliness because a lot of people unfortunately find themselves as migrants whether they've been here 20 years or they've been here a few months. They need to find connection. they need to find a community that speaks their language or that understand their culture, mm. and through this sewing hub, this is what's happening.
1: Through nurturing skill and building community, Fariba shares some of her own strength and resilience with the women she works with. Fariba and Yaman speak about this strength before the other women arrive for the sewing group one Monday morning, discussing the words they might use in Arabic compared with diary.
0: I said shuja because shuja is
2: brave. Mm. Do you know shuja? Do you say
0: that? What do
2: you say, brave? Brave is like,
0: a, as I said, kari. Strong. Kharim. Another
2: word for brave. Like
1: um, another word? Shuja. Shuja. Yes, yeah, I should. Shuja. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Fariba likens her own strength to a plant always finding new ways to grow. I said,
2: like, a. I'm uh, under the rock. I'm just growing from the side of the rock, you know. I'm oh, growing. Like I, a plant, like yes, a yeah, plant. You know, the plant under. I they put a rock on it. Okay, it's big, huge, but I'm um, slowly I found my way and i grew and uh, like I'm making myself green.
1: And you can feel a sense of shared strength and resilience fill the room as the women begin to arrive for Fariba's sewing group. Chatting happily and pulling fabrics, needles, and thread from their bags.
2: So yeah. Yeah, yeah. On, yeah, yeah.
1: You can listen to more episodes of the Change Agent series wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Angelica Waite, this is SBS News.